Woke up at eight and started a fire. Had a few drinks, we all felt inspired. Jumped in the street, shoes and canteens of water to get a cold. Laid in the raft till it started moving. Current she sang, the song was so soothing. We stopped along the way. On the beach in the sun on a beautiful day. Our boats collide with the other boats. We'd stay afloat and make the most of everything. Good morning. Happy Friday. Hope everyone's got a fun weekend in store. Staying home, going for a walk, catching the outside for a bit. You're stuck in a New York City apartment like I, I don't know, get outside, wear a mask, stay away from people, but get the hell out of your apartment because it's been way too long. Sick of it. Morning, everyone. That is, uh, let's see, who's in here early? Logan, the Coaster Roaster, Ryan Maldonado. What up, Ryan? Joshua Bradenberg, Whoosh Boosh, Jake Lewis. Good morning. Thanks for joining early. Happy Friday. Song by the Get Up Kids, they landed on the wheel. Get Up Kids is like an old middle school band, I feel like. But this song, Campfire Kansas, I do like this song. Any song about like fun times with friends, looking back, nostalgia, I'll be a sucker for. Big ol' sucker for. Alright, let's get into it. This is the schedule today for John Boy Media. We have a episode of Talking Baseball that is out. Uh, I would go listen to it if you're a baseball fan because we got Jeff Passan from ESPN to come on. He gave us a little a little lesson in news breaking, you know, just the best ways to go about it. Uh, talked about how Trevor kind of broke the news that baseball is planning on being back June 10th for spring training to uh, July 1st for games at home cities. So Passon came on to talk to us about that. Bus balls a little bit. Have some fun. I'd go listen to it. It's a fun interview. Not even an interview. I hate the word interview because that's exactly what we don't try to do on our shows. Sure, we ask him questions. And they answer them. But usually we go down whatever normal conversational route that we will. So I'm going to try and change the word interview to just conversation in my brain moving forward. Talking Yanks is the voicemail episode. And I thought we had a ton of fun last night. Uh, Jake gave a real quick summary of uh, our friendship and how we started this business together. And uh, the song... Boston by Augustana played in the background. We did a hell of an ad read. Uh, there were some good voicemail questions. So if you're a Yankees fan, check out Talking Yanks, Talking Giants. Let's see what they are. They still doing undrafted free agent and draft stuff. I think they those guys go hard, man. On Talking Giants, let's see what they did today. Defensive. So last time I told you, last time they did offensive undrafted free agent review, they did defensive undrafted free agent review and the schedule release. So again. If you're a diehard football guy, even if you're not a Giants fan and you want to know who are the defensive undrafted free agents that might get signed, go listen to that episode of Talking Giants. Those guys, they go hard with their detail. What we're listening to, uh, episode of Talking Folk came out today. I just finished listening to it. A little history lesson at the beginning from Nick, which I actually find really, really interesting. Some good songs. I just finished listening to that. But let me see if I can read their description for you guys. Um, happy 50th to the Beatles and the Let It Be album. 
the the Viper Skiffle group. So Skiffle is like a type of music. So he does a little history lesson on Skiffle music, which I find interesting. Uh, Hyam has a new song out. Jonathan Wilson, John Craig, and Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow, talented as fuck. Anyway, that's the Talking Folk podcast. John Boy and Jake TV. Today's episode is... Today's episode is... Fucking what did we watch? What did we watch? It's a game show. I know that for sure. We had fun. Oh, we did Supermarket Sweep again. Oh, my God. There was this creepy guy in Supermarket Sweep. You guys got to watch this. You, um, there's this real, real creepy guy. He looks like, well, I'll show you right now. He looks like, that's way too zoomed in. Okay, there he is. He looks like the bad guy from, uh, he looks like Will Arnett in Blades of Glory. So we had a lot of fun making fun of that guy. Randy, matching shirts with his wife jammy on supermarket suite so go watch that and then watching baseball i believe today is the 2019 world series we we started 1972 and we watched um how we hit the home run in the seventh inning astros versus nationals in the 2019 world series and just like i don't know put fresh eyes on it i guess so that was that was fun and then uh, we also announced our plan moving forward for watching baseball what it's going to be and all that. So that's good. All right. Um, okay. The weather in Lindsay beach, Vermont is 35 degrees and it looks like cloudy and, and, uh, and gray. That's, that's tough, tough for Lindsay beach, Vermont, not the nicest of morning. I mean, Lindsay beach, Vermont, those people can, uh, they can ice skate into Canada if they want on, uh, Lake, Memframagog. Lake Memframagog is the real name of the lake that I'm kind of over pronouncing, enunciating. Memframagog. Lake Memframagog. It's a bad name. But anyway, Lindsay Beach. Probably get two months of nice beach, three months of ice beach. In Lindsay Beach by Newport, Vermont. So 35. So everyone from Lindsay Beach that's been tuning in every morning, you finally have it. There is your weather. Random baseball player of today of today is a guy who went by the name Jack Calvo, whose first name was really Jacinto, which I Googled how do you pronounce it? Because I would have done a soft J like Jacinto, Jacinto, or something like that. But then I listened to the dude who's on a show who's an actor who said it pronounced it Jacinto and San Jacinto. So it's a hard J. It's tricky. Tried to tried to throw me for a loop. But uh, Jacinto Calvo is our baseball player of the day. And tough smile. You know, when you're from 1915 and you only get one picture, it's a tough smile. That'd be like, that's how I smiled from ages 10 22 kind of just didn't know how to naturally smile still not a good smiler um just make myself laugh now to try and smile but yeah um tough when that's like the one picture they got of you on the streets is uh is that look like me in middle school just like yeah 
and it fades and it fades and it fades and it fades. Such is life. Also, the stance in this picture isn't doing much for him either. I'm just saying it doesn't look like a good ready stance. So let's go do a quick search, deep dive into his career. Um, and I have it up here. Do, 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 do. Charge Jacinto Calvo. Um, bam. Here we go. Buried at uh, Flagler Memorial Park in Miami. From Cuba, born in 1894. My brother was born 105 years after this dude. 5'10", 110 pounds. And it's uh, not a long career, not a good career. Very interesting career. He's got one career home run, which I kind of want to do a little deep dive into that. This is in his game log from 1920. All right, I guess I'll do the overview first. And this is just a podcast uh, for some people that just listen, so I should be more descriptive. Uh, that was a note to myself that could have been said in my inside voice, but I decided to voice it. In 1913, he got some play. The Washington Senators, I don't know if, what they were called in 1913. And then seven years in the minors, and he doesn't come back up till 1920. He was only 19 in 1913 when he first got called up. So that was the game log I was looking at. Um, let's see. Let's see. May 9th, one plate appearance, and he struck out. June 5th, he gets his first hit. Let's see what that looked like. Okay, the Washington Senators. Versus the St. Louis Browns. Ooh, nickname check. We're 1913. Bert, George, Johnny, Dell, Pete, Mike, Jimmy, Bill, Roy. Those all seem normal enough. Germany. This guy's name was Germany? Uh, okay. His name was William... Herman Schaefer. Did it go Herman to German to Germany Schaefer? Was he from Germany? He was from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, nickname was Liberty, but clearly also was nicknamed Germany because, well, this one's intrigued me so much that I'm now, G Germany Schaefer has stolen Jack Calvo's spotlight and, and uh, that's just something that Jack's going to have to deal with because why was this guy? He was born to German immigrant. Oh, can you guys even see this? There you go. He was born to German immigrant parents in Chicago's South Side. The neighborhood was world famous for prostitution and vice, including a patchwork of ethnic gains ethnic gangs, which often served as a violent backdrop for Schaefer's youth. Nevertheless, Schaefer had an enjoyable childhood gravitating to the game of baseball. Tell me why they called him Germany. Just because he had German parents. Okay, 
Well, we're over that. Nickname. Because he had German parents. Uh, then we got uh, Clyde Chick Gandal. You guys know Chick. If you don't know Chick Gandal, he's part of the, uh, the uh, 1918 Chicago White Sox scandal. Actually retired from playing after all that. Never came back. And they, we played on like uh, other circuits and all that. But Chick Gandal, that was a nickname. His name was Arnold. Uh, Frank John Rip. We got another Rip. How'd people get the nickname Rip all the time? We had Rip Rapolsky yesterday. Okay, this guy's nickname was Alva Mitchell Williams, but they have him in here as Rip, and then they have his nickname as Buff. So, was he ripped? Was he buff? What's going on there? Play the nickname game all day. George Mullen, Nick Altrock, Marito Acosto, Burt. We have two Burt's. We have a B-U-R-T for the Browns and a B-E-R-T for the Senators. A pitcher and a hitter. Did we have a Burt versus Burt matchup in this game? Oh, they don't have the game log here. They surely don't have the game log for a 1913 game. So we don't even really know what his hits were then. That's a bummer. Because I wanted to see he has one home run here, and it was in that game. Okay, that's what we're going to do. I would bet my pinky wasn't an over-the-park home run, over-the-fence home run. So it was at Griffith Stadium where Jack Calvo, the random player of the day, hit his first home run. And it's his only home run, but he was 19. So I'm going to guess this is what the stadium looked like. I'm going to guess he put one down the line. Well, I don't know. That like that looks pretty like you can hit a home run there. Um, oh, we have dimensions here. Griffith Stadium. Can you guys see this? There we go. It's uh, 4.05 down the left field line. 3.91, 4.21 to dead center. 3.20 down the right field line. Was our dude a lefty? Jack Calvo. Bats... That's left. Okay, I take it back. I'm not putting I'm not putting my pinky on the line. I take it back. He could have hit a home run over the fence, 320 to right field at Griffith Stadium. He could have done it. And, you know, we're all proud of him. Anyway, he, he goes to the seven years without playing in between. I wonder what happened. There's not a bio on this dude, really. Um, when did he first get called up? 1913 with Washington. Then he went to... Atlanta, Long Branch, D-level. Then he went to Cuba. I'm guessing that's a summer league. Um, Cuba again. I'm guessing he played in summer leagues a lot, though. And, and then he comes back up with Washington, which makes me believe he stayed in their farm system. But, well, who knows? I don't fucking know. Anyway. That's the short career of uh, Jack Calvo, which is a cool name. Jacinta Calvo. Jacinta Del Calvo is his birth name, I believe. All right. Spent a lot of time on him. There was no information on him, so it was tough. So it was tough. Go back to the, go back to the normal setting. Uh, next up. Oh, next up. Okay. Book time. I'm reading this book. 
about Wild Bill Hickok. If anyone's watched Deadwood, you know about Wild Bill Hickok. If anyone lived down in California, you probably know about it because they teach Wild West history and the rest of the world doesn't. Wild Bill Hickok was, uh, like you'd say, a gunfighter, but he was like a lawful gunfighter. Um, he wasn't, there was never like posters wanted Wild Bill Hickok. He wasn't uh, unlawful. He was cool. But his real name was James Hickok. And he went by Wild Bill. And I'm reading the book about him. Uh, it's the book that I have on the picture, but it's right. Tom Clavin. Tom Clavin writes good books. I like the way he writes. And I'm reading this book. I was reading this book on Wild Bill because we did an episode on him in our Laughs from the Past uh, podcast. And when I found out we were doing an episode on him, I was like, oh, I have a book in my, uh, in my stack of books that I haven't read yet all about him. So I started reading it. But when we did the episode already, I haven't finished this, but I'm still reading it because I'm interested in it. Blah, 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 blah. No one cares. Anyway, um, want to know how he got his nickname? Because his name is James Hickok, and he's known as Wild Bill Hickok. And it is kind of weird. It doesn't add up. So he lives in... Um, Illinois, and he's going west to Missouri and the rest to try and find a new place for his family because his dad died and he needs to provide for his mom and all his sisters. And him and his brother go hop a train and they go west, right? His brother's name is Lorenzo, named after another sibling of theirs who died shortly after childbirth, either two weeks old or two years old. I hope two weeks. Well, I don't, whatever. You guys know what I mean. Anyway, um, it was very common in the 1800s. Very, very common that if you had a baby that died, you named a future baby after that baby. So like a lot of people, if you look at family records from them, had like eight kids and they only used like three names. That would be a lot of deaths, like, you know, six names because they they reused names for babies. So, so Wild Bill's brother, Lorenzo, was named after his older sibling who died as a child. And he was like, I don't want to be named after, you know, a bad memory for you, mom and dad. Call me Bill. So they called Lorenzo Bill, which I think was their dad's name. So when James and Lorenzo, a.k.a. Bill, hop on a train to go west, all the passengers, this is what doesn't make sense. All the passengers hear James call his brother Bill. And when Bill gets off the train, because he has to go home, the passengers just start calling James Bill. Because that's the only name they associate with him. But, like, the passengers clearly knew it was his brother's name. But now they're going to call him Bill, too. Like, it's just like a family nickname. Like, everyone has the same nickname. Like, Didi Gregorius. Didi Gregorius, his brother's nickname is Didi. His dad's nickname is Didi. Because their, their real name is Medioxen. No one can pronounce it besides me. I'm expert at pronouncing it. Medioxen. Uh, call me Didi. So, so he just accepts it. He's like, all right. I mean, you can call me Bill, I guess, because it's my dad's name and it's my brother's name. So, cool. Call me Bill. So he just goes by Bill for a while. He doesn't get the wild added until later on. Um, but it says here, you know, now, um, when his brother parted on the dock, they called their new acquaintance, Bill. Hickok apparently did not mind, and he adopted the name as his own, with only immediate family continuing to call him James or Jim. As the years went on, Wild Bill was considered to be William B. Hickok, even though he always signed official documents using his true initials, J.B. Hickok. 
So people thought Wild Bill. They were saw it had to be William Bill. Like Wild was short for William. And then B. That's so weird. Anyway, later on in the book, we talk about how he got the name Wild, and it's kind of cool. So I wish I could play some like up the production value here. I'm gonna I'm gonna YouTube uh Western Western music. Got to do this all with my left hand. Western music score. Okay. Maybe this will work. Okay, here we go. There are several versions of how Wild Bill Hickok became Wild Bill Hickok including that he was out on the town one night with the mild-mannered Lorenzo, who was nicknamed Tame Bill. And by obvious contrast, his brother, by obvious contrast, his younger, whiskey-loving brother was Wild Bill. So that's that's the first theory is that <laughs> that Tame Bill... <laughs> That that Tame Bill got his nickname first, and then because his brother was different, they called him Wild Bill, which uh, Tom Clavin in the book is like, there's no fucking way that's what happened. The, Tame Bill got his nickname after Wild Bill, and that's the most obvious thing in the history of the world. Anyway, back to the story. There are several versions of how Bill Hickok... I already read that sentence, you dumb fuck. Um... But the tale that has the most support took place in Independence when he was a civilian wagon master. As Hickok walked through town one day, he came upon a disturbance in a bar. He was told that the bartender had incautiously spoken in favor of the rebellion, and several drunken union-favoring patrons inside were beginning to show the bartender the error of his ways with a severe beating. Though far from sharing the man's views, Bill believed in fair fights, and peering inside, he saw this wasn't one. Drawing pistols, Hickok stepped inside and told the attackers to back off. They did, because now they had a new target. As they moved at Hickok, he fired twice over their heads. I'll shoot the next man who comes at me, he told them. Grumbling, they went out the salon door. Saloon, even. That night, as Hickok sauntered past a meeting being held to organize a vigilance committee, several people noticed him. Apparently... His somewhat reckless defense of the outnumbered bartender had made the rounds. One woman shouted, Good for you, Wild Bill! And a name fit for a frontier legend was born. <laughs> that's the stupidest thing I've ever done. Anyway, that, that's, that's, how he, that's how he got his name, I guess. He broke up a bar fight and then one woman said, Good for you, Wild Bill! And then they were like, that's a cool name. Let's use that forever and ever. Uh, so that's the uh, a story of how Wild Bill got, got his name. 
Uh, if you if you're li- interested in like uh, Wild West history or history told in that manner or the way I speak, like Jake and I have a history show called Laughs from the Past. You've heard me promote it here before, but someone recently commented on Twitter like this is like common sense history, and yeah, I think that's what we we do. We tell a story and then we try to actually think like what really probably happened here and make some jokes and shit like that. So. I got to finish this book. Maybe there's more tales to come because I, I, I do like the way Tom. Tom Clavin writes. Tom Clavin has some baseball books, too. We're not doing JJR today. And we already put out the we don't I don't have a 10 o'clock show. So I'm not rushing. I'm not rushing. Usually this was supposed to be 10 minutes long. Um, the last couple have been 20 minutes long. I don't know how long this one's been already. I can check easily. 25 minutes long. All right, I was going to look at what books, because I know Tom Clavin has some baseball books. Fuck, he wrote on Tombstone. I got to read all these books. Last Men Out. I thought he had one. Oh, he's got one on DiMaggio, Gil Hodges, Roger Maris, Ted Williams. Like, Tom Clavin's just my idol. He just writes books about the Wild West, history, and sports. I should meet him and tell him thanks. Maybe. All right. I'm out. I'll be back on Monday. Have a good weekend, everyone. Enjoy it. Go check out uh, any of the other any of the other podcasts or shows that we have if you want to support. You can also buy some mugs. In the future, I should be drinking out of all John Boy Media mugs. I bought five from our store the other day. Very excited about it. Very excited. New mug collection. I got some new hats, too, because all my hats are in our office. Because Katie says I have too many hats I leave lying around. So we brought them all to the office. Now we can't even go to the office. I only have two hats here. And I've been wearing them on. So I bought some new hats too. All right. Bam. I'm out. See you later. Swamp the nose in the woods, missed out the danger snakes and